everyone, it's Michelle. And Delaudis. And I'm your host, Madeline Fenelon. You are his living epistle, read by all men. That's right. You are Jesus' ambassador. This is the Living Episo Project radio program. You're listening to the Living Episo Project radio program. And I'm your host, Madeline Fenelon. And we are back and we miss you so much. Yes, yes we do. <laughs> we do. Yes. We, 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 we do. Um, and I am in the studio with a bunch. We have a group of people today who's here to just, you know, it's amazing that we can just come here and just worship the Lord. And, and this is it. This is not church, but the Bible says when we, two or three are gathered, we are, and when we gather to in his name, we, we are doing it unto him and he's here in our midst. Amen. So yeah, Amen. so I'm your host, Madeline Fenelon, and I'm in the studio with um, Elaudis. Say hi, Elaudis. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I miss, I miss, miss this. Yeah. Miss being here. I know. And, and Michelle, can you hear me? Michelle. I can hear you. Awesome. Say hello. I can hear you. <laughs> hey, everyone. Awesome. And, and I'm also in the studio with Mary. And so today we're just here to just talk about the Lord and yeah, what amen. he's doing and in and, and, and our days today. Right. We have an amazing event going on. Uh, Michelle, often, Michelle and I often speak and say, I never thought I would experience what we are experiencing today. I would never thought I would be alive. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. Jesus knew. <laughs> Jesus knew that we would be here. And Jesus knew that we would be going through this. Um, yet he called us to live today. I mean, I often tell God, like, I am not going to be ashamed to tell you this. But I often tell God, mm, I don't think it's a big deal to be here. If you can just keep me with you. That's, that's awesome. But one of the things that I say this, without a shadow of a doubt, I know he loves me. Without a shadow of a doubt. And if he could have, if there was another way for him to prevent pains in our lives or difficulties in our lives, he definitely would have. And I remember one of my friends in Kentucky told me, he was in a car and he was going through a tough moment. He was complaining to the Lord and he told the Lord, come on, can you just take this away? Like in frustration. And he heard a voice, not audibly, but in his heart that says, I give my son for you. I died for you. Don't you think if there was another way I would have do it? This is the way that I need to do it. So I say all of this to tell you bad things are happening, but the sun is still shining in the side of heaven and we are citizens of heaven and we are here. Yes. We are Amen. here temporarily. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes you guys. Absolutely. So, yeah. What's in your heart, you guys? Wow. Hey, so hey Maude. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I as, can hear you. As we were talking, I just thought about the book of Esther mm-hmm. and how she was um, there for such a time as this. How God placed her in the kingdom mm-hmm. with the king. And I think, um, to your point, what you were saying, that you know, even during this crazy time, that's unbelievable that God has put us here for such a time as this, so we can still be light, so that we can still shine for him, even though there's chaos surrounding us. Amen. And I'm sure like the other disciples, to your point, um, Michelle, you know, when they were going through what they were going through in their time, you know, I'm pretty sure they... We're like, what? What are we experiencing? What is this that we are, you know, going through in the moment? Yeah. Um, they had, you know, no reference. Obviously, we have, you know, the Bible, their story. So they had, I think they had it harder than we do, um, in a sense. We've, we know what God did for them, what Jesus, you know, did through them. Um, the encouragement that they got, the strength for, you know, their trials and tribulations and even unto death. 
um, for some of them, obviously. I mean, for all of them at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah. if we focus on the right now and we, we just pay attention to what's, you know, what's coming at us at this moment or, you know, when we are going through a tough time, we lose sight of the bigger picture. And we make this, you know, this right now so much bigger than, you know, even God. We think that he's, he's MIA somewhere. <laughs> he's not in this. Um, and, you know, he hasn't given us the tool for, for this time. But obviously we know better. You know, we know what the Bible says. We know what his word says. We are fully equipped to run this race. Amen. So, um, to, um, to piggyback on that, Elatis, I, I do believe when the disciples were going through with, I, I remember what Paul says in Philippians that, um, or I think it was James that said, count it all joy mm-hmm. when you go through um, trials and various tribulations. And I also remember, I also am thinking of, okay, especially with Paul being the rabbis of the rabbi, um, the Jews of the Jew. And um, he always counted, he, he says his knowledge for Christ was more important than anything. Him being with Christ, him living out um, this gospel was more important than anything. And I think that in this season of pandemic and chaos, even more important for us to cling to what we believe God is. And that's in the word. So, amen, amen. I, yeah. you, you know what I like too, though? I love the idea that in 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 our lives today, for the Christian, there's there are two things that we are doing, right? We are to live godly, as as Mary says, and and this is not we not. I think what we don't want to say is to just say things and don't mean it, right? We are to live godly, and, and but in living godly, we do realize there's we have to. Pray and watch, right? Watch and pray. Uh, the watch, watchmen, right? The Bible talk about the ten virgins. Um, one of them was not. Two, five of them. Five of them were yeah. had enough oil, and then five of um, them did not have enough oil. I think what we want to do is to be the five wise ones, where we are not. We are not depleted to the point that when Christ come back, or when not only when Christ come back, but when we are tackled. When we're tackling this situation that we are right now, these hard moments where, honestly, today is a day for the Christian to rise up. Yes. Today is an identifier. Yes. Where, who is the Christian and who is just a Christian by word? There is no other identity other than the identity in Christ. Amen. Amen. If, if you find that you relate more to your career, to your race, mm-hmm. to your gender, or to whatever it is more, you need to check it. Am I saying you're not a Christian? No, I'm saying this. We are all God's workmanship. And we are to be, we are to be working with God to, so he can make us into that verse, vessel of honor that he desired to make us. Remember, yeah. he, we are his workmanship and he's the potter who's constantly trying to make us into something. And, 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 and so we have to, I think this moment, we talk about it all the time, right? It's a moment of heaviness. It, it is an exciting moment. It, it is heavy for me because I get to see the condition of the church. Mm. Now, there's always a remnant, but there is a condition that I thought the church was healthier or should be healthier, that now I'm not seeing it. I think we need to, if 2020 t- teaches us anything, what, we eight <laughs> months into it, right? We cannot go as usual. No. We can't. No. We cannot do church as usual. We cannot be praying for the same thing. I'm not saying don't pray for personal thing. We cannot be praying for the house. We need to be praying for God to make us into that vessel of an honor of honor. And and there is 
You can know what it is. It's in the word of God. And so today we want to discuss um, one of the, th- like Michelle allowed us and Mary, we do this um, meeting gathering on Sundays, you know, to just during the pandemic, the closure of the church, just um, come together in Christ's name. Um, yeah. so one of the things Mary wa- was sharing that was so enlightening is a, a prophet, a, a king and a prophet where the king called, Mary, you say it. I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna tell the topic we tend to talk about. We want to talk about, but if the Lord changed it, He changed it. Yeah. So what we want to talk about is: tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what I want to hear, or tell me what God says. Mm. And then the other one is: do we or do you really know the Word of God? So that's where we are. But tell us the premise of, of <laughs> okay. So it's in one of these me- in one of our um, gatherings. We I was discussing Second Chronicles eighteen, and it's um, Jehoshaphat and King A- King Arab. And um, I'm going to summarize it because I want to give time for Elodis and um, Michelle. But one of the things that was struck out at me was. Um, Jehoshaphat was at the top of his game. He had already taken down the Asherah poles. He had taken down everything. He's cleaned up Israel so that Israel was focused back on God and not the gods of their enemies. And at that point, he made an alliance with King Ahab. Well, we all know King Ahab with Jezebel and um, their what happens with them. But King Ahab decided that he was going to he was going to engage Jehoshaphat in a war or a battle that wasn't Jehoshaphat's. It was King Ahab. He was in this war and he said, "Okay, Jehoshaphat, since you're part of the family, mm-hmm. let's join forces." And Jehoshaphat, I, I feel Jehoshaphat was not um, ignorant of King Ahab's ways or his character because the first thing he says in the first thing he says in verse, let's see what it says. Um, okay. It's in verse three, where the verse says, said, will you go with me to Ramoth Gilead? King Ahab of Israel asked King Jehoshaphat of Judah. And Jehoshaphat said, why, of course, you and I are as one. My troops are your troops, and we will certainly join you in the battle. But then Jehoshaphat says, but... Let's first find out what the Lord says. So King, so King Ahab had four hundred prophets. He summoned the prophets and the promise. He asked the prophets, "Should we go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or should I hold back?" They all reply, "Yes, <laughs> Let's go. go ahead. God will give us the vic- God will give the king the victory." Now, what's interesting in verse six, where it says Jehoshaphat acts. Is there not a prophet of the Lord here? We should ask him the same question. And I want to pause for a moment because there was, if we read, there was 400 prophets that King Ahab had and Jehoshaphat didn't believe any of them. There was something in his spirit that said, this doesn't sound right. And what we're going through now, the pandemic, the, the chaos, the, there are things that we're hearing in the media There are things that are happening that just doesn't sit right with us. And we're almost scared to even say it out loud because it's like, well, who's going to, you know, they're going to think I'm crazy thinking this way. But Jehoshaphat stood his ground. He said, is there a prophet? Is there not a prophet of the Lord here? Verse seven, King King Ahab said, 
there's one more man who can, who could consult the Lord for us, but I hate him. He never <laughs> prophesies anything but trouble for me. His name is Micaiah, son of um, Imash. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, so the king of Israel didn't even believe his own prophets. I mean, people. But, but, but wait, what I love though here is that I, wanna, I want us to yeah. pay attention to the group. We had yeah. 400, yeah. right? 400 yeah. of people singing Saying the, the same, same song. Singing right? the same they joined thing. the choir, right? And then we have that one. And I think this is not a time of theory anymore. It's not theory for us anymore. This is our reality if we're a believer. Today, now, is a time for us to know that today we have to take a stand yes. as believers. Mm-hmm. We have to take a stand. It's not theory anymore. Yes, I will stand for you even no one go with me. Today is a day that I have experiences where I see that I'm the only voice that's not going with the crowd or one of the few mm-hmm. that's not going with the crowd. It's important that to not be rebellious just to be rebellious, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because for the sake of yeah. it. Because the Bible <laughs> yeah. says, so as long as it's possible, be at peace with everybody. So long as it's possible, it's within you to be at peace with everybody, be. But we have to realize that we live in a time today. This is not in the future. Today. We, have, we live in a time today where Christianity is not the thing. Christi, Christ, being a Christian, although I, I think it's the coolest thing ever, for the right. world, it is not acceptable anymore. You are now, good is bad, bad is good. And the Christian, which I've seen, they're singing the song of the world. We can't. So today, today yeah. is our day. And, and to that point as well, you, you know, Jehoshaphat knew who, who he partnered with who he had an alliance with so he was aware of the issues and even with that he did not go with the 400 prophets he went and he said okay who is that one that's going to give me the truth and if you go down a little bit further as the messenger came for Micaiah the one of the messengers said okay look (laughs) this is what you know all the prophets has agreed yes they said Verse 11, go up the um, Ramoth Gibeah and be victorious and the Lord will give you victory. In verse 12, the messenger went, said to the prophet, look, all the prophets. Now, this is the word of God, the messenger from the king getting the prophet and saying, look, before you get all the prophets promise victory to the king. Be sure you agree with them and promise success. He's coaching him to lie. And not only that, I think, Michelle, you here, right? Michelle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Not only that, I think, so Michelle is not in the studio with us. She is on the air, so I got to check every now and then. So this is a real show, a real, <laughs> a, a real life show, like reality show, radio <laughs> show. This <laughs> okay. is not pre-recorded. <laughs> okay. And so, so I, I want to do this, though. It's like there is a pressure where we have to say, the same thing as everybody. For me, it's really like, I, I'm saying we, but for me, I have to tell you, I'm, I've been blessed that I don't tend, naturally, I don't tend to go with the crowd. I same stop. Right. Yeah. Same. So I, I stop. For me, my thing is stop, pause, think, step back and pause and think and then speak. So I not, naturally don't go with the crowd. Like I, So that's, that's the thing for me. But here's the thing. They're pressuring him to go along with the yeah. crowd. Pressure. We need the message to stay consistent. You know, we cannot have an outlier. And in and verse thirteen, that's exactly what Micaiah said. Mm-hmm. It's as surely as the Lord lives, 
I would only say what my God Amen. says. And it, it it goes into, he tells, you know, he tells the prophet, he, he tells the king he's going to be killed. He tells um, the king that God put lying spirits in his prophet. He's going through all that. But at, but at one point, didn't he... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Didn't no. he tell the, the king the, a lie? And then the king said, tell me what I want to hear. Right. Because, okay. So it's... So, so we're going to paraphrase, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So in verse 14, he goes in and he's, you know, the, that one prophet says sarcastically, the king asks him, okay, should we go to war or should we go back? Now, this is verse 14 where the king, the where the prophet um, replies, yes, go up, be victorious for you will have the victory over them. I want to say this though. Yeah. I want to interject here and say this. This is Makai saying, yeah, saying this. So at one point he did not stand his ground, right? So we want to be constant. He's a, at the, at the end, he did. Yeah. He did. But at one point, because of the pressure of the authority and at this time, for us, it's not necessarily the king or the president or the governor, uh, in some case, for some state it is. But at the, for us, sometimes it's our peers. Yeah. And, and living in, in Facebook, living in social media, yeah. sometimes it's just the voice, like the feedback that you get simply for saying something that is not with the group. With the and floor. I would say to you, sometimes it's your job. Sometimes it's your boss. Right, Sometimes but I'm, it's but I'm not even going to go there, right? Because yeah. I think there's a real reality right now because yeah. we can lose our job. There, yeah. Life is not forever. No. Life on earth is not forever. Absolutely. Success is not forever. I welcome success. Look, Michelle, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so, I mean, we're playing sort of, quote, unquote, devil's advocate right. here. <laughs> um, you know, I do think that just being human, um, we are susceptible to, well, depending on your personality, but, you know, many people are susceptible to pressure, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So just like what um, the prophet did where he kind of caved a little bit, but, you know, God brought him back to his senses, right? So I think it's about part of it is like your focus of, you know, are you focused on uh, the word, word of the Lord? Are you focused on asking him for wisdom in making decisions? in saying, okay, I'm not going to go with the crowd. I'm, I, I, this is what God is telling me, right? right? Mm -hmm. So I think we have to recognize ourselves that we are human and we have frailties, and, but we've got to kind of, um, when things happen, don't snap to, yeah, okay, I agree with you. You know, yes. what is God telling you in your heart and what does the word say? There you go. I love that, Michelle. You went yeah. to what does the word say, right? Yeah. How important yeah. is it for yeah. you to for us to really get to know the word of God? And I there think I think one of the things is you say you say something that is pivotal, right, Michelle? What does the word of God say? Right? But I want to say this. Mm -hmm. We like we often say to, I often talk about um, being a library of the gospel. So we have to be ready, steady to show yourself approved, right? We have to be able to to be so familiar with the word of God that when we are faced with a situation, we're not waiting for the Holy Spirit to pump us at mm -hmm. that moment. It's like, okay, what do I say? What do I say? Yeah. Whereas you're so familiar with the word of God where Jesus said, my sheep knows my voice, right? My sheep knows mm -hmm. when something is not me and, mm -hmm. and it's not, right. you go, sometimes you're not going to be near the Bible. And I suspect there will come a time where we won't have the Bible in our in, in our hands, yeah. right? So it need we need to yeah. be able to be the sheep that recognize the voice of God when the crowd is speaking. Is, does that sound like a song that Jesus would be singing yeah. or approve? 
I actually right. got to see that, um, and I think I sent uh, that video around to, to you guys, um, where a bunch of students, when I think in Ireland, went to you know a, um, a place like a rural place where there were sheep, and then obviously their, their shepherd was attending to them. And uh, he tried; he actually tested it out because they didn't believe him mm-hmm. when he said they will not respond to you. And he asked every single one of the students to actually, he gave them the, the call that he actually makes to call them. Um, and they all tried it one by one and the sheep would not move. It was a bunch I of I love them. it. And that's what the we minute were, went, you know, so the, when the shepherd went in, so right good. away, they responded to him. So that's they right. knew. And how do we get to be so familiar with the, the voice right. of Christ mm-hmm. is by it. knowing the word of God. That's and right. I think also, Michelle, to your point, what does God says, right? We have to have mm-hmm. a made up right. mind. A made-up mind that I'm going to go with Christ. I'm not going to go with culture. I'm not going to go with the world. A made-up mind that it's not. A, I love. I love Job. Job already had a made-up mind that I'm. I'm in love with God. Yeah. Whether he 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 give me blessings or not. Yeah. Whether he allows my life to be taken. Yeah. He's like, though he slay me, still, still I will, I will trust, trust him. him. And and I think there was another prophet which I don't remember who says it. It's like though the fig trees don't bloom, though there's nothing, there's no oil coming from the olive tree. I am still gonna praise and love him so i think we have to have that made up mind that it's not at that moment we're going to make a decision and i know for me when when if my boss you talk about your the job if my boss tell me to do something that i know first i should know it's wrong because i should be already know what does the Mm -hmm. voice of god sound like right as a christian as a health Mm -hmm. if i'm a new believer that's a different story because we don't want to say we've already made it because it's a continuing studying of the word of god but if Mm -hmm. i'm a new believer i probably don't know the holy spirit is probably going to prompt me oh something is probably wrong i don't know what it is but if i'm a i'm a yes hey man um just just remember your thought but something just just came to me based on what you were saying earlier Mm -hmm. about you know being a library Mm -hmm. and um and the you know the bible at some point we may not have access to it i feel like now um you know we who do have access we take the bible for granted yes because you know how many copies of the bible do i have in my house right i have several right Mm -hmm. so we take it for granted because it's there um and i think at this point you know, we should not be taking it for granted. Um, we should be seeking to get the word of God in us um, every day. We should want to do that just based on on, on, on our um, lives and relationship with the Lord. But I just feel like we take it for granted and we shouldn't take that for granted anymore because it is a privilege we do. Um, to have yeah. that word um, in our hands that we can we can actually read and grasp. So I just had that thought based on what you said that I wanted to share. Right, right. So yeah, so we definitely should have that as Michelle said said already in our in our system, our, our bookshelf, <laughs> the bookshelf of our heart that that the word of God. Yeah. So when someone say my boss says, "You know what? Madeline do this." I should already know what whether this is wrong or not. There's an analysis going in my spirit or in my mind, my mind as well because my mind is to I am to love the Lord with Love the Lord, my my God, with all my heart and my mind too, right? My soul and everything that I am. So I think mm-hmm. we should know. Hey, this sound bad, and I should already have had a, a, a made up mind that I'm not gonna bow. Like I think the three Hebrew boys had a made up mind that they were not trying to determine whether they're going to bow or not. They had a made up mind that they're not going to bow. And then they, Daniel and the three Hebrew boys had a made up mind that they would not defile themselves. Amen. No matter the circumstances, mm-hmm. whether they lived or die. I, I, 
Actually, I'm listening to everyone, and, I, and what comes to my mind is the new believer. And I believe in the midst of the chaos of confusion, it is an excellent opportunity for, for people to know the truth. Oh, yeah. um, we, we're talking about the word being the truth and us feeding on it and, and made, having a made-up mind. I think of a person who doesn't even know that there is truth. And um, even more so because of social media, we're able to spread the truth, the gospel. Like, just able like to. You see what a privilege. Like you got Paul. Paul don't forget. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Go for it. You have Paul who did not have social media. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yet the, the word that he used, he wrote and the message that he preached spread. Yes. We have such a privilege that if we are really honest with the Lord. No, no, don't. I mean, I'm a lawyer. OK, so I'm a lawyer. This is what I'm good at. I'm good at taking a word and manipulate it <laughs> and, and, and make it feel, make it sound oh like I want it to sound. Yeah, make yeah. it do what I want it to do. Yeah. But that's in the legal field. Yeah. That's yeah. not in the gospel. Yeah. And the gospel, it is the gospel. It, 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 there is application to the word of God and we cannot make it. Tell me what I want to hear. Say what I want to say. Just yeah. say you're a Christian and you're a Christian. There yeah. are fruits. That, and, and I think one of the frustration for me is that people think, being a Christian is just saying you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. Right. They live it's however they want. Again, it's a label. One of the things that I will not do, listen, I understand we all, all of us can't fall short and fall short and come short of the glory of God, right? All of us, me, but for the grace of God, there are, and there are still things the Lord is working on with me. And I'm confessing my sin all the time. Here's the thing. The Christian have to have fruits. Yes. We cannot live yes. like the world. And you yes. can know. The Bible tells us what the fruits of the flesh are. Yes. And the Bible tells us what the fruit of the spirit are. And so we cannot, we cannot keep claiming Christianity by our mouths. And our, and our lives is just that. You know, Jesus Christ is number one. Jesus Christ is one. If anything else, and I'm talking to myself as well, listen to me as I follow the word of God. If the moment I don't follow the word of God, cut me off. Amen. And I pray that you are nice enough that you email me or text me. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me some notice. <laughs> yeah. Again, and if you are looking for, I want to be, I want to be, I want to have a good relationship with Mary. Mm-hmm. I want to have a good relationship with Michelle. A good relationship with the loudest, my fellow believers, I do. And the, the world, I don't want to offend them. I don't want to offend them if I don't have to. But by nature, Christianity is offensive. Yes. Correct. Christianity is offensive. The Bible says to those who are perishing, the gospel is foolishness. So the church that is trying, which I've seen, and again, I have seen it, the church is trying to ease the world Mm -hmm. and preaching a watered down Christianity, which I believe 2020 has shown us doesn't work. We have a bunch of Christians who are just going with the flow. Strong Christian, strong, strong people, strong we should, people. who should be strong, yeah. and they're still drinking milk. Mm. Yeah. And in some cases, the um, you know using worldly solutions to a spiritual problems. I oh, think that um, <laughs> that's good. You know, we are trying to borrow from the world and apply it to the church, and you know, it, it's it's a it's a very hard time for. I mean, those that are trying to follow mm-hmm. Christ you know, full heartedly and, and, and wholeheartedly and um, no matter the price, right? Like I, when I came to, I mean, we all have our stories, but we, you know, we came to Christ, we left 
the world behind literally yes everything yes. that no it offers yes. i mean no one let no me one tell you should. anyone trying to you know convince you or force you i mean that's what i love about christianity there's no such a thing we share the gospel because it's amazing we want to share what god what jesus has done in our lives and naturally you want to share what is good mm -hmm. and you know what has been life-changing in your life but by no means you know <laughs> are you forced in any way you're responsible for your own salvation yes. you know to hear it the lord will put that in in your heart and for you to receive them it's an individual thing we're not going in a group uh to heaven or meet jesus is is you and god um but our job you know and, and I, i guess our our uh, command from the lord and but we do it because he's done great things in our lives an amazing thing he saved us from sin is to share him And also wanting to spend eternity with you, and so you right. know that's what we're doing. And, and but it's very sad um, to me in particular to see how even coming, you know, having met so many amazing, full-on, um, God-loving, you know, Christians, and now it's almost like the world and the worldly teachings and the worldly concepts have taken over, and so. Um, yeah, no, the Lord has to do <laughs> major, major right. thing for the, his church. And right I, believe, I believe it will. Mm -hmm. the, the Bible says, um, Jesus said, in this rock, I will, I will build my oh, church amen. and the, the gate of Hades cannot prevail, yeah. will not prevail. So I believe that. Like Michelle said to, to, to say this, like we are human, okay? We are human. We are susceptible to want to belong, mm -hmm. right, Michelle? Or made for a relationship. We, yes. yes. We, yeah. we don't yeah. want to be cast and away. Correct. Oh, we don't. We Correct. don't want to be in the. For me, it's natural. Honestly, for me, it's not. But <laughs> but we don't want to be separate. We would love yes. to get along. We would love yes. to be singing the same song, right? Correct. So it is. It is tough. It is tough. Specifically, people, and I found it that it's more tough when you are you find it in believers as well because mm -hmm. these are people you you fellowship with mm -hmm. and you don't want to mess up that relationship the world you could be like oh well you don't want to hear i'm shaking my the dust off my feet right <laughs> like <laughs> I, i did my part i shared yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. we're good <laughs> but, but when it's mm. professing believers and i it's not my job to tell you that you're not a believer if you're the one who made the decision You mm -hmm. said it is, but I can actually tell you fruits are important, yes. right? You said you're a professing yeah. believer that I'm going to leave it up to, to you and God, but there are fruits, right? An apple tree cannot produce orange, an orange tree cannot produce um, apple. So I, I think it's important that we recognize that it is a challenge. For me, I have to tell you it's easy because I naturally I'm a standalone person, but I do recognize that it is hard to stand alone. But the Christian, the Christian, Not the Christian of today that we think how it looks. The Christian that Jesus called, the Jesus called. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Christian yeah. that Jesus called is called to be a soldier, a warrior, more than a conqueror, a salt, a light. And that is a hard thing to do. That means there's darkness you know, going on. Go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, as believers, you know, we want to do things in love, but. There is some confusion, I think, about what that means. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if I could say it in the right way or use the right words, but, you know, like love does not mean um, being passive mm -hmm. um, that, in your faith. Um, and it doesn't mean that, um, you know, like you said, Ahmad, right? You, you, want, you want to. You, it's not like you want to be in conflict. 
with, with, with people because of, of Christianity, but there are times that you have to be yeah, right. Yes. Just based on what, what it said, what the word says and what God says. So I think, um, love doesn't mean you accept everything in the world. Right. Um, there's also tough love. Right. Right. So, um, I think there's, there is some con- a little bit of, of confusion there. And I think we really do. This all goes back to like the teachings of, of Jesus and the teachings of the Bible. What does love mean to, to Jesus? Right. He is love. What did right. he do out of love? Right. 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 So right. I think uh, using those ex- as examples of how we should um, uh, respond to the world or, or be in the world since we are here and we're here as foreigners. But uh, wh- what do we do? What, is, what did Jesus yeah. do? Yeah, we are here. And, and, and I'll tell you this, Michelle. Mary, you could, I'm going to come back to, oh, no, no. to what ahead, you are please. saying to continue to finish the story. But Michelle, to add to what you just said, love sometimes is tough, right? And, and love is not passive. Yeah. We have God, the Father, who is in love with Jesus. There's no doubt about it, right? There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. But you have him faced with the sin of the world put on on Jesus, right? This is mm-hmm. Jesus and Jesus, the son, God, the son and the father together for a moment there. Jesus said, why have you forsaken me again? I don't understand the whole mystery of that for, for that moment. There was a disconnect, right? Yeah. Where there's a punishment. What mm-hmm. wasn't always softening, right? It was a, a, a tough mm-hmm. situation happening because love need to save people at whatever cost. Yes. Right. The cancer right. have to right. be cut. Yeah. You cannot nurse the the cancer, and yeah. So if I, you can, I you know what I, I, I almost at this point I I was really I'm listening, and one of the things I I, I almost wanted to go to the story, but then I said, you know what, someone listening to us who is searching for truth and not necessarily a Christ follower, how are we in this pandemic reaching that person? Because there's, we are struggling to stand on our ground and stand for what's truth. They looking in is like, I know that there is a piece that they have that I don't have. And I want to get to know that. I guess my concern is really, okay, where can, yes, I can tell them, but again, it goes back to fruit. I want to be able to Mm -hmm. say, I can tell you, but I can show you what my God did. I can show you how he's been able to help me navigate this. And yes, all you have to say is yes to him. And then he can give you the peace that passes all understanding. Then he can give you the love that made him die on the cross and walk away. So that, I think that's really something where, um, that's my biggest concern right now is that in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of all the, what media is showering on us, the person who is really looking for truth, the person that is looking for a God that's alive, that loves them, that gives them peace, that gives them joy in the midst of whatever they're dealing with, are they able to find that Jesus? And I think that's why we're even on the phone today, because we want to make sure that they can find what we're talking about. It took us this long 
for us to realize, okay, look, my job's not going to do it. My house is not going to do it. My family's not going to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a joy that he said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm -hmm. That's in the word. He says he will give us peace that passes all understanding, whose mind is focused on we... How do we get that message to the non-believer? Because there is still, we are in the last days. There is still time for them to say yes. There's still time for them to to accept this Jesus that we're talking about, to learn about this Jesus. Yes, we have a made-up mind because we've walked with him. We have history with him. How do we now get these non-believers to have the same type of history? I guess that's my concern. Even Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, yes, he made a bad decision by partnering with King Ahab. Yes, he already was aware of those, con um, but it was a prophet that had to say, okay, look, this is what's going to happen, whether you like it or not. They eventually put the prophet in jail after he gave him the prophecy. Because and the key thing was he the king put him in jail and told him, I'm paraphrasing, OK, I'll deal with you when I get back from the war. And the prophet said, you watch what <laughs> mark my words. He told to all he turned around. So he's like he was so defiant about what God gave him. And we need to be so true in ourselves of what God has given us so that when someone is looking for the truth, I don't I want to bring souls with me. I don't want to be on this road by myself and like, okay, I love Jesus. I'm happy. I want to bring you along. But it's like you modeling. It's so true. As a lawyer, you can twist and manipulate whatever to make you make someone believe what you believe. We don't even have to do that with God. All we have to do is show them our fruit. And are we creating opportunities on social media, on these things? different platforms to show people our God, to show people. Amen. And also to make sure that when those, you know, when you have these people in need of Jesus and seeking the truth and that they come to you, that we are giving them the right gospel, right? And not water down, not, you know, one that is going to pretty much look like the world, because that's not what they need. That's not what they're looking. They're we running from it. We don't want the it. cool, cool hips. Again, if you're cool by nature, okay. <laughs> but that's, yeah. <laughs> but we don't want the hipster yeah. pastors, the cool pastors. We you mean the skinny pastors. jeans? Nothing yeah. wrong. Yeah. Nothing you wrong. naturally like that, that's fine. Because I'm a skinny jean kind of person too. But listen, what we want is the gospel. Amen. The gospel. The truth, yeah. Amen. The gospel. The that's what we want. We want, like for me right now, I'm actually not going to church. Yeah. That's it. Like I'm not because I don't have time. One thing everybody, one of my friends knows about me. I don't waste time. No. I would rather be in my my house sleeping or relaxing or reading a book than to go out and just get nothing. So mm. I, I, it's important to me that I, I, we, when I go to church, because this is real for me. This is mm. not a play Christianity. Christianity, do I have it perfectly? God is still working in me and I'm still his workmanship. But for me, it's a 24-7. It's a center around. I'm willing to, to die. God help me. Amen. Give me the strength. I'm willing to lose money. God help me, give me the strength. Yeah. But Christianity is not a pocketbook that I can pick up and mm. take off. But the fact that we're having this discussion here, it's, it's, it tells you what we are, 
right? Because this discussion, it's it's a no-brainer for, you know, those in China do it going on the underground churches, you know, those in the Middle East being persecuted. They have no choice. It's, it's their lives that goes. And they know when they make that decision, their life might end. Mm-hmm. And so here we have all the, you know, accommodations and, you know, up to, you know, obviously we don't know how long, um, but again, you know, we expect it. It's not like it's going to surprise us. But um, here we are trying to even find a church, you know, that or, or a church that is giving the, you know, the, the truth of the gospel without watering it down. Even that, it, it's becoming it's, hard. It's, it's challenging. Um, it's it very challenging. Not to say that they're not out there. You know, I, I just thank, yeah. thank God for those that, that are still, you know, standing the grounds of, of you know, of the true gospel and not caving to any, you know, anything else coming to water down the gospel but it's it's becoming an issue where everyone's kind of looking for a home now and i'll say this Mm -hmm. for those and we're not saying the church is dead no saying that what i'm saying is that i am at a point where i cannot take baby milk i don't Mm. need baby milk right i need i need meat Mm. Um, I don't even eat meat that much, but I need meat. <laughs> you know what, poor man. I need man. spiritual meat, right? <laughs> I need spiritual meat. And, 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 and again, I'm thankful. The church, whatever it is, it's still the church, right? That is God's problem. That is God's issue, God's kids. What I'm saying, every Christian have a choice to make. And for me, when I go before the throne of God during the last day, I'm not going to be able to tell the Lord, well, everybody this was doing this. Everybody was doing that. The Lord is going to say, Marilyn, you're thinking. The abilities that I give you to think, the the way I give you to know, to whom much is given, most is required. What did you do with that? Were you where I wanted you to be? Did you invest? Because where what I spend my time in on is what I get, the fruits that I get. Did you invest? Did you do everything that I want? Mm. I can't. I, I Again, I'm all for worship. I'm all, and I, I love it. But the moment it becomes imbalanced, there's not yes. balance. It says, in Timothy, in Second Timothy, it says, do this so you can rightly, I think it's studying oh. to show yourself approved, so you can rightly, again, I may be misdoing, but that part is correct. <laughs> so you can rightly divide right. the word of truth. truth. Yeah. Rightly divide it, yeah. which means there's that worship. There's this, there's yes. that. But if you are a great worshiper, I can feel the Holy Spirit fall on me when you start singing yeah, and you yeah, start yeah, worshiping. Yeah. Yeah. But when push come to shove mm. and you you are not able to stand for the truth, mm. I can't. Okay. But we need to be closing in because you always come. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say one thing. No, good. Okay, Michelle, you had one verse and a song that you wanted to share. Um, Let's see. So the verse I wanted to share, and I know just even kind of going back to what, um, Mary, you talked about the gospel. And, you know, of course, our gospel is John three sixteen, right? God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish and have everlasting life. Mm-hmm. So for those who are listening and you don't have the Lord in your heart and you don't know him, um, you know, Jesus died for us mm-hmm. while we were sinners and so that we could be free and that we could we could be with him and we've accepted him and he changes your life like he'll set you free like in ways that i can't even explain it i don't know about you guys but in ways that i can't even explain it he will set you free so um one one of the scriptures that um i had about scripture (laughs) which is second timothy uh (laughs) is um all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So it's the Bible and scripture is our instruction book. 
um, I think we talked about this before, right? Like it's our GPS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot, you know, putting us in, the, and when when we, you know, like in the car when you you want to do your own thing because it's happened to me. Like I'm like I'm not going that way. The GPS is like turn right. I'm like nah, I'm going straight, and it'll come back again. <laughs> it yeah. says you know give you it'll reroute you right Go to so the you right can place. get on the right the right, right. path the right. right the right direction. So, right. And and that's, you know it's, it's the GPS. right. And that song, Michelle, if you can share it because I think that song is so. Profound, and then allow this and Michelle um, and Mary. I think this conversation is to be continued. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Maybe you can give your final absolutely. thoughts after yeah. Michelle. Michelle, as you finish reading, if you can okay. just give your final thoughts, and then okay. we go around. <laughs> okay. So you want, you want me to do this? The, the verses to this song, right? It's called um, "I Will Serve Thee Because I Love Thee." Yes, and the lyrics are: "I will serve thee because I love thee. You have given life to me." I was nothing before you found me. You have given life to me. And the chorus is heartaches, broken pieces, ruined lives are why you died on Calvary. Your touch was what I longed for. You have given life to me. Amen. Amen. I will serve thee because I love thee. You have given life to me. I was nothing before you found me. You have given life to me. Amen. I love that song. I love it. And I think that's that's a song to just know that we are broken, but we can be redeemed and restored. Um, allow this. Amen. Um, had a verse just to kind of uh, close out on in thought um, in our conversation. Um, you know, I think the the shaky grounds won't be for a long while because at some point you have to draw the line and choose which side. Right? It's it's full on for God or full on for the world, but you cannot be in between, especially in this. Um, but in all this, um, the uh, the scripture of First uh, John uh, verse two came to mind. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sin. And not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. Mm, okay. And just remembering that, that, you know, we made that decision long ago. But it was the best decision I ever made. And I'm thankful that I'm, you know, part of his family now. There's a song that says, Falling in love (laughs) with Jesus. Falling in love Mm -hmm. with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Was the best thing I've ever done. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 Okay, okay. I have to follow after that. Amen. I just, you know what, what I'm, I'm hearing in my spirit is, you know, Jesus is the oasis in the midst of this chaos. He is the Mm -hmm. one that's going to give you the peace in the midst of everything that you're going through even now. He is his word in Psalms 46 says he is our strength. He is our strong tower. He is our refuge. And I just believe that as so much is happening, you're needing a refuge. You're needing a hiding place. You need a place of safety. And that's Jesus. 
Amen. Amen. And I want to say this, you guys, it's amazing. It's always a privilege to be doing this with Thank you. you. Yeah. And I'm so excited after months <laughs> that we get to do this again. And and listeners, we do miss you and we, we, we've been thinking about you. We pray and I've been praying for the Lord to help me to share what he wants us to share, not what we want to say. Amen. And so I'm so glad to be here. And then listen, we want to hear your comments and everything. And those of you who reach out to us um, through Power of Worship Radio to just let us know that you miss us, we do love you and miss you too. And I, 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 I want to say this. Remember, if you are a believer, you are salt. You just like. That's what you are. You are a beautiful treasure. And you have pearls in your hand. Pearls. Remember that. And, and the darkness, the dark moments cannot take it away. And let's act. like the. Don't lose our season. Let's not lose our seasoning. Let, let's remain who we are. We are more than conquerors. The identity Christ gave us is better than any other identity. So we love you. Until next time, Mm -hmm. stay with God. Mm -hmm. Don't move with culture. Stay with God. Until next time, God bless all of you. Let me lift that head. The words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you. And He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter to you.
because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are broken-hearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I love that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my Son Jesus, you receive me, and nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home, and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been Father, and will always be Father. My question is: Will you be my child? I am waiting for you.